You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go. Are you ready to get in the zone? And welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 145. I am one of your hosts, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, Christian Macias. And I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan and supposed Leonardo fan, Daniel Prindle. Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is ETM. I I don't want to say hi, but... The Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire at Roro. Yahoo! And one half of the Men in a Gitch podcast, the Tarkov Teletubby himself, Gage Dempster, a.k.a. Gilbo Biggins. I'm sorry, I saw <laughs> I saw you drinking as I said that. Yes. Tarkov Teletubby, my, my man is on a roll tonight. I saw what you did with you. the In the Zone, I saw that too. You like, that. you like that one, huh? Yeah. AutoZone. Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every, don't shake your head, Wednesday at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN twitch.tv slash podcast pxn and twitter as well the topic of the show this week is the summer showcase prediction results ones we did uh, over the course of the two weeks beginning in june but first the show actually but first before we even touch on news and this will lead up in, into the news i promise okay okay let me say something here fuck the supreme court bodily autonomy and reproductive <laughs> rights reproductive freedom are human rights joe biden it is way past time to codify Roe. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? My God, I my mom doesn't swear a lot. Like she's very, she's. I I feel weird even saying that because of the news, but she's very Christian. But she's like not a a jerk about it, you know. <laughs> she like she she believes Roe v. Wade should be like a thing. She's totally fine with LGBT thing. I don't feel like I need to defend my mom or anything like that. But I'm just saying. Um, but she just like cussed when she found out about this news she was like so mad that this got overturned and it's it's so it's crazy that this is happening that we're going backwards so much yeah and it's you usually don't like you you usually see people protesting to get rights not to like get them back like we had them now we're fighting for them back it's like what the heck like we had it we had it regressing 50 years yeah and no i just i mean really quickly just jumping off what you said no there's a i know a lot of religious people and it's it's I, I would say it has nothing to do with religion because there's a lot of well not not the issue as a whole but like there's right. there's certain people that like they understand like okay well there's a percentage of the population that doesn't follow my rules so therefore they should not apply to them so like yeah absolutely like being a christian has nothing to do for a lot for some people for a lot of people it has nothing to do with you know um with uh roby raid and all that stuff like there's a lot i know a lot of christians that are like this is huge step backwards it has to be that way it has to be that way because most of the united states wants this to be a thing like insane right yeah so the statistics don't even add up there anyway so yeah i i agree well that's that's the weird thing with this with the supreme court is that it's not like it it, i don't even know if the majority of the the united states does want that because that's the one thing where it's like they're not elected it's not like they were you know i mean like the supreme court and and the reasoning behind it was like, oh, the wording wasn't proper. It wasn't. It didn't like. I, it's so weird. It's such a rabbit hole to go down. But it's it's crazy that this small branch of the government kind of make this huge thing. And similar to what Christian said, I mean, in the past fourteen years, you guys have had ten years of liberal presidency, and no, nobody thought <laughs> to maybe secure that. So like, there's no excuse. There's just there's just no excuse. 
The problem, the problem for me about the Supreme Court is, is like, it, it's literally just a political play. Like, whoever's the president at the time of someone passing away on the Supreme Court or someone retiring is the person that gets to choose who goes in the seat. So it literally just yep. becomes a political play of, like, who's the best person for my political party to insert here. Mm -hmm. So it's totally a corrupt, you know, thing that needs to be changed yeah. because, yeah, it's a mess. So age cap, right? If you have to be, if you have to be a minimum age to run for the presidency, there needs to be a, there needs to be a ceiling. There needs to be a max. Like somebody who is 75, 80 years old should not be making rules based on yeah. a new generation, a new way of thinking. Like, yeah, it's. Lifetime uh, appointments are antiquated and it leads to decisions like this where the majority of the population does not agree with uh, what you enacted. So this leads us into our, our first quick bite. And this comes from IGN. Multiple video game studios have spoken out against the Supreme Court decision to reverse Roe v. Wade, including multiple Sony first-party studios who were previously silent after Jim Ryan spoke on behalf of the company, stating employees to respect differences of opinion. Well, uh, in all due respect to you, Jim Ryan, fuck you. Also, various companies like Bungie announced they will implement reimbursement programs for employees that may need to travel states to receive health care. Very cool to see the entire industry coming out uh, last Friday uh, in support. I guess not in support. Uh, in support of protesting against uh, this decision, and you know how, how. What better way to support them by having like actual action you can take as a company? And like, here's what we can do uh, for our own employees um, to better help you. So very cool. Very cool. Okay. I like. I think I got it out of my system earlier, but this is this is great. <laughs> this is great. I'm glad that there's a the industry is then some bigger names in the industry are speaking out against this. I wish gamers as a whole felt the same. I think majority of us do. It's just that it's just maybe it's just Twitter. It could be just Twitter, but uh, yeah, it's it's good to see this. Obviously, yeah, it's hard not to fall into that trap. But the, if you forget, the majority of people are not on Twitter. Like yeah. I think, I think the, the the most recent stats from a couple of years ago was like seventy percent of America is not on Twitter, and only fifty percent of Twitter accounts that are, uh, are active that, that yeah that, that exist actually tweet. So once you do the numbers on that, and then you realize that okay, the remainder that you have left doesn't agree with each other. We're talking about like you know eight percent of the population are assholes seeing on Twitter. So I think it's important to remember that yeah, like I. It's easy to sort of to jump on that line of thinking, but it's like Twitter is not a representation sure. of life in any way. Important to remember. Yeah. All I, this I, to I, say, oh, okay. No, no, go ahead. Dan. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, is it interesting that like Sony and Nintendo officially haven't come out in any capacity on this? Like, I know they're Japanese-based uh, companies, but like. You would think with them having a, a large U.S. presence that they would come out and make a statement, but obviously, you know, what happens yeah. behind the scenes. But. I mean, Japan's weird like that, though. They've got a, they've got a very different culture. Like they are, they take certain, yeah, it, it, they take certain things a lot more seriously. Like, very strange. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at how Sony is with with nudity on, on the console, right? Like Naughty Dog is the only. I don't. I, I still don't even know how Naughty Dog got that scene in Last of Us Part Two, but like they, they yeah. It's, what? Very you haven't gotten there you haven't gotten there dan um yeah <laughs> i mean we say that right but like jim ryan has already spoken out like he he is capable of making statements because he already did last month and it was a terrible statement um 
SIE has an American um, subsect. So, like, they are capable of making statements, and they have before, right? Everyone, they all change their, their they make statements about um, Pride every, every year, you know, uh, Black History Month. So they can do something. Um, so while it is great to see all these studios coming out, uh, I do wish uh, the, the company as a whole would, would say something as well. Not that, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be uh, super negative. All, like, no, I'm allowed to be negative about this. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, Nintendo's the least likely to say anything, though. Like, Sony might, sure. maybe, but Nintendo, like, they don't even do anything for, for those months. <laughs> like, they're completely silent. So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but I don't know. I guess they just, just don't want to involve themselves with any extra controversy because they've yeah. got their own. It's, <laughs> but, it's not it's not a yeah. good excuse but i think with with nintendo like and i don't agree with this at all but if i had to guess what the logic is that they're such a family-oriented uh company mm. that you know like doesn't like they probably get a sure. lot of customers from all different types of demographics so they're like we're just not going to say anything because we don't want to have a huge like you know boycott or anything yeah. if i had to guess that's probably why nintendo doesn't say that stuff but i actually didn't realize he just said that Rashan, you're right and they don't they don't acknowledge anything yeah. like that <laughs> nothing <laughs> Here's Mario yeah. for, again for $65 a month. It, I always <laughs> wonder, like, those boycotts that people say they're going to do and all that, like, if, if that actually ends up affecting them or if that's, like like you said earlier, Gage, another thing of, like, the, the vocal minority just speaking out and, like, them saying they're boycotting, but, like, that's not going to affect anything. Like, I, don't, I always wonder about that because you often well, see Well, I mean... That. Yeah, I, I don't think it, which is, it's, that's why it always bugs me. It's very strange. This is totally different. Being on a tangent now. But I never understand why companies actually do bow down to boycotts, whether they're warranted or not. Because, no, once you do the math on Twitter, it's like, it doesn't matter if, if a hash, if something's trending as a hashtag. It's like, you're probably talking about like 5% of your, your population, if that is like angry about something. Numbers are probably even less than that. So it is very strange. Um, yeah. I, Super unfortunate times we live in, you guys. Uh, as I said in the, in, before we started recording, you guys have just decided to to LARP uh, Handmaid's Tale for real down there, and it's getting a little yeah. getting a little whack. You guys need to tone it down a little bit. I hate it here. <laughs> Moving on, to, uh, we got some more quick bites for you. A Plague Tale Requiem launches this fall, October eighteenth. I have yet to play the original, but uh, this is like uh, an excuse for me to hurry up and get that one done, so I can play this one because it looks really good. So. Next, next quick bite comes from Variety. Speaking of Nintendo, Chris Pratt states that his Mario voice is unlike anything you've heard. I I don't know what this means. I am dying to know. Here's a quote for you. I worked really closely with the directors and trying out a few things and landed on something that I'm really proud of and can't wait for people to see and hear. Pratt said, it's an animated voiceover narrative. It's not a live action movie. I'm not going to be wearing a plumber suit running all over. I'm providing a voice for an animated character, and it is updated and unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world before. I actually Dying have, to hear it. I have an inside scoop. Do you want to know what it is? Tell me. They invented a whole new language based off of uh, uh, a mix of, a of Chinese, German, and African. And it's, it's un- it is unlike anything you've ever heard. Everything. Yeah. I'm so excited for the, the trailer to drop for this. I can't wait. <laughs> Mario's gonna break the internet. It's either gonna they're be using, real... they're using the prawn language from District Nine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Dan, tell me. It's either gonna be really bad or it's just gonna be like, all right, okay, I don't know. 
Is it going to be anything other than really bad? Are we sure? Probably, probably not. Right. <laughs> Dan? Yes. Before we move on. Yeah. Because you're our trusted manager here at Podcast PXN, wow, uh, you're that. in charge. You're in charge of uh, giving us your best Chris Pratt Mario impression right now. What do you think it's going to sound like? Um, Blue, get over here. I don't from Jurassic World. Who the get it? fuck is Blue? <laughs> Blue oh, yeah, the dinosaur. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. That was, hey. a, that was just a good Mario. You know? I, I don't know about that. You should have sort of signed Dan for the movie. <laughs> Sign me I'm, up. Scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Moving on. We've got a, a From Software bang bang for you of news. Uh, first, From Software is hiring devs for several new projects. What that could entail? I don't know. We'll find out. However, until then, let's read you the second bang. Uh, in an interview with Miyazaki, um, an unannounced project is in the final stages of development at From Software. Uh, we'll, we'll speculate here in a second. Miyazaki intends to continue to focus on directing games and is already working on his next game. And Elden Ring will receive more updates. But of course, we knew that. Um, one, if you scroll down on, on the link that I sent you guys, one interesting tidbit is that Miyazaki is apparently interested in working on something that he describes as more abstract fantasy than the projects we've seen from from. from so far, and how he has come up with a lot of ideas and images that don't fit their current games. First and foremost, real quick, before it's a quick bite, I know, but I want to ask, what is the unannounced project that is in the final stages of development, and is it Armored Core? Or is it Sekiro 2? It's the video game adaptation of who... Oh no. (laughs) I I think it's uh, Armored Core. Isn't that been going around a lot recently the, that rumor yeah, that was the street mate yeah i was yeah. when he says final stage of development i'm assuming that it's it's close so i assume it's that brian for a winter slash spring 2023 release date maybe miyazaki yes. has as crazy of an idea as hideo kojima had that he talked about this week about the the boys I didn't write that in here, but actually, we can just write that right now. Sure, let's go for it. Uh, in, in a series of tweets, Kojima has been watching The Boys, uh, the Amazon series, uh, adaptation uh, of the series, uh, and said that he actually was working on a game that was very much similar to The Boys, uh, but then scrapped it because of its similarity. Damn. Is that, some, is that something you would have played? Yes, Gage. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Eric Kripke, the, uh, the showrunner and the, the guy who is adapting it, um, he actually tweeted out to Hideo Kojima like, "Hey, if you want to, if you want to make something, let me know." And That'd then be um, sick. one of the stars, uh, one of the stars, actually tweeted Hideo Kojima as well and was like, "Please, please reach out to us. We'll do it." So that would Inject be awesome. Wood. That would be super cool. That'd be awesome. Boys is great, and Hideo Kojima is also great. Yes. Herogasm. What a what a final fifteen minutes, eh? <laughs> what a what a yeah yeah mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question here. If grandma's listening, please, I beg you. Just, <laughs> mute, mute, mute for a second. Because my friend, my friend asked me this. Uh, that's your warning. My friend said, if you had powers and you were invited to the hero gasm, would you go? I very quickly answered no. There's no I way. No. I said no. Uh, I'm going to press X to doubt on that one. Big uh, I'm, af- I'm, I'm afraid of uh, like people. Superheroes in this show are co- dying left and right all the yeah, time. Yeah, but you have superpowers. 
You also have superpowers. I don't care. I don't care. Would be in there. I don't. No. Here's the thing. No. We're gonna. We're gonna have to go down this road. We did see a superhero that exploded someone from the inside. So I. I mean. That's what I'm saying. I'm afraid of that. That's true. That's true. It's not worth the the seconds of pleasure. Moving on. Speaking of pleasure. Uh, Tencent's Lightspeed Studios announces a new game. It is AAA open world and running on Unreal Engine 5, and it's based on the Jin Yong Wuxia world titled Code To Jin Yong. Uh, watch the trailer for this. It is fantastic. And uh, I'm here to debut uh, live on the show for the very first time. Ooh. I have here. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me, everyone. Did I accidentally delete it? Uh oh. Now, why would you do that? Never. Live on the show, <laughs> I have Christian's list of Asian games that look dope. Okay? Ooh. I'm going to tweet this out later, just so we can all keep track together. Most of these are Chinese. It started off as a Chinese, but then I remember one of them was Korean. So, let's go through this together real quick. We have Lost Soul Aside. That game was, uh, we had a, a lengthy 10-minute trailer of that early this year. Black Myth Wukong. Remember that game where it almost seems like Souls-like, but you're playing as like this monkey with the staffs? Fantastic. <laughs> Project M, this was the Korean game that's uh, uh, narrative-based, right? Everyone was kidding it to Quantic Dream. Zenless Zone Zero, another... Uh, uh, what is the developer The developer of um, Genshin? Genshin Impact? MiHoYo? The, yes, they're doing the action-based uh, game. And then now this one, uh, Tojin Yong. So there you have it. All those Asian games to look forward to, I am keeping track of for you, and I'll tweet it out later. Heck yeah. I don't know if the developer of this game is Asian, but I'm so excited for Project Eve, and I want them to, to bring that back. I, Dude, I I'm stoked for Project Eve. <laughs> yes. It's been a while since we've seen it, so hopefully I they show it off soon. I don't want to harsh your mellow, Christian. But mm-hmm. There was it, a story that broke today about Black Myth Wukong. Did you see that? No. Apparently, we're running into one of those situations where there's some leaks coming out where some of the developers are like, don't get your hopes up. Aside from the vertical slices you see, this game doesn't really exist. Like, apparently, it's extremely ambitious. And it, when everybody was like, oh, this looks too good to be tr- true, like it, it's kind of seeming like it is like that. Like, it's not anywhere near completion, um, which is unfortunate because that game looks absolutely incredible. But at the same time, it kind of makes sense because everything we've seen is, like, sure. insanely jaw-dropping and, like... And detailed down to like so yeah something to keep in mind it's just unfortunate but that makes it very sad but if the gameplay slice looks that good it's a proof of content of something and hopefully they get to work on something eventually and i will be excited for that absolutely Uh, that's a great way to bro yes live on the show christian's list of asian games that look dope has been updated with project eve the developer shift up is uh, korean based so nice we now have four chinese games and two korean games Fantastic. Well, depending on what happens with Black Myth, but semantics. Yeah, moving on. Uh, this comes from Variety. Amazon, this is for Daniel. Amazon casts Kyle McLaughlin uh, in its Fallout series. Uh, and I believe, uh, one of the tweets, I couldn't find it. Uh, the show is being, nope, that's, oh, I'm missing a story. Oh. While, I, while I grab this, are you excited for Fallout? Yes, of course. I love Fallout. 
Uh, yeah, I'm so excited, Christian. <laughs> I've been very intrigued from the get go for this because uh, Amazon makes some good TV content and freaking love Fallout in that world and like that 50s or 40s music flavor in there. Like, I don't know. None of this has anything to do with Kyle McLaughlin. Why? I know, but I, mean, I, I literally know nothing about Kyle McLaughlin except I've seen a couple of shows that he's in. So, I mean, I. Th- Think he's a and guy. apparently none of them are Twin Peaks. I want the record to be straight here. Yeah, I've never seen Twin <laughs> Peaks. Yeah. Accurate. Um, I just like how they keep casting people that look like uh, making a fun. <laughs> you know what? Kyle why would? Why? What? That's so mean. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just Leave saying they all. Alone. They all look like someone that you could create. The sliders. That's, he, all, that's Mc, all I'm saying. <laughs> looks like he could be a ghoul with a little bit of makeup, you know? He's yeah. already almost there. Y'all are fucked up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of TV, uh, we got news on the Horizon 2074 TV show. Uh, it is including the boys and the Expanse talent working on this new Horizon show, and the series will reportedly be filmed in Toronto and set across two timelines, one in the uh, post-apocalypse future we know of the Horizon world to be, and one, I think, uh, in 2074. Yeah, this should be very exciting for people who are looking forward to this. If you haven't seen the Expanse or the boys, that's fine, but what, like, Dan can speak to this, what the... I mean, we don't know which cast and crew, to be fair, but, like, sure. the set design and the uh, CGI and special effects that the cast, specifically of The Expanse, was able to do with the extremely limited budget that they have, uh, this is very exciting news, because that's the biggest concern that I have with the Horizon TV series, is, like, okay, how much actually going to be of the world that we know, or is it going to be a lot of flashbacks where they're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, there's no robots, actually. And, like, it's very... It, you'd think that a lot of this show has to be CGI or something like that. So the fact that they have talent from these shows, which, I mean, Expanse is a you know, 300 years in the future sci-fi show. It's very exciting. It's very good to hear that they're going to have um, the cast and crew uh, because they make up a lot more quality of a show than otherwise. So I think this is really good news for anybody who edited it. Personally, I'm not crazy. I haven't played the Horizon games yet, so I'm not sucked into that world. But if we're looking forward to this. This is really, really good news. One thing I, I wish the Horizon games focused on a bit more was character relationships. Like, it's, it's good in Horizon, but I feel like there's room for improvement. It could be really great. Having potential showrunners, you know, I, I don't know who the team is, but like comprised of The Boys and The Expanse, which are both uh, shows that like heavily rely on character dynamics in the way like yes. I mean, Herogasm. Like the culmination of three seasons worth of nothing but like character development all clashing together, right? The Expanse. It's all about these these characters in this world, right? So could be. It's it's yeah. not it's not showrunners. It's actually like it's crew. It's like set designers. It's oh, I mean, okay. yeah, no, like gotcha. It's, it's, it's proper crew, so it's gonna be very. I, I'm feeling good about this. I'm not excited for it personally, but okay. yeah, if you were looking forward to this, there's gonna be a lot of talent behind the camera. Uh, well, a, lot of behind the camera. A, lot of, a lot of positions that have to do with bringing this to life like set design costume design all that sort of stuff well, that's dope as uh, that's dope as well I, but i'm yeah. hoping for some cool showrunners though even yes. 
And, like, the two timelines for the Horizon show, like, they're going to have to have a ton of CGI for both because, obviously, the, orig- the earlier days, they have a ton of technology and stuff. And then in the, you know, more recent times, everything went to shit. But you have all these technological dinosaurs and all kinds of creatures. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Our last quick bite here. Blizzard acquires proletariat developer behind Spellbreak. The team is now working on World of Warcraft and the World of Warcraft Dragonflight expansion. Congrats, I... Blizzard. I don't know. Congrats, I guess. <laughs> I'm happy that these guys have a a job still, but it this industry is so hard, man, Like just to stay afloat. I'm glad that they yes. have jobs. Great. I'm glad that they're doing that. What sucks is that they're working on something that has existed since for decades, I guess, for a decade at least. Uh, instead of working on something that is super creative, that they are enjoying to or made to do, like Spellbreak, I guess maybe I'm part of the problem. I played the beta and then I didn't touch it yet, but I would be lying if I didn't think that was like a super creative battle royale. But it's just so hard to break in with Fortnite and Warzone and all that kind of stuff. So it sucks that they're not going to get a chance to maybe improve upon that creative formula and try something else. I think they have like three games under their belts right now, so they're just getting started. So it's like that they're being brought on as a Warcraft developer <laughs> to just keep churning that stuff out. Activision just sweeping people up to work on Call of Duty and Warcraft now, <laughs> which sucks. It does suck, bro. I agree. I'm glad they didn't yeah, lose anybody. That's good. Not yet, at least. <laughs> you know what doesn't yeah. suck? A taste of street meat. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Ready to feast? Skull and Bones is reportedly launching this fall, according to a leak by good friend Tommy H. He's not a friend of the show. I just said good friend. <laughs> He's a friend of the show, Christian. Tom you know what? Just like Man yeah. Meat is a sponsor, and who was our other sponsor you announced? Today? Oh, just like you're Leonardo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh my god. God, those things that are fake. Jeez. Anybody uh, gonna pick up this Ubisoft title where you get to play as a boat? No, I don't no. think so. Have we even no. seen? We've seen like some bits and pieces, but oh. have we got like a real oh, deep seen, dive into it from we've Ubisoft? Seen, we've seen some. Stuff. We've seen. Okay, I was just. I'm kidding. Just wasn't no. looking. I don't think. Oh, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One so person. Maybe. Oh yeah. Well, Dan. Yes. You know you've seen. Oh, you haven't seen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe a deep dive will change my mind, but. From the little we've seen, no, definitely not. Yeah. Not for me either. Sorry. So that street meat turned out to be uh, bad. Whoa. It gave us food poisoning. Gross. No. No, no, no. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Let's mosey on over, shall we? To the PXN News of the Week. We've got two news items for you. Both humongous. Ginormous. Massive. I'm gonna... First one. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I'm going to I'm going to hibernate, hibernate until the next news story because this is just okay. too much for me. Okay, <laughs> but I'm excited to listen to you guys. Yeah, I will. I love yeah, it. Kick back. Put your feet up and let us see. <laughs> uh, Washington Post has an exclusive. Sony launches their new hardware brand Inzone, featuring a selection of new monitors and headsets. I have, I'm going to read here from Washington Post. 
Sony Electronics is launching a gaming gear brand called Inzone, aimed at PC gamers. The company announced its new brand Tuesday with two 27-inch monitors and three variations of gaming headsets. Sorry, headphones. Uh, Inzone has had been in the works since 2019, before the pandemic, and Sony execs observed growth in the video game and esports industries. No way. Uh, quote, we are entering the gaming gear industry with monitors and headsets at an exciting time, since gaming and esports have gotten even more popular over the last few years. Kazuo Ki, uh, Sony president of home entertainment and sound products, told the WAPO. We are leveraging Sony's high-quality display and audio technologies to deliver products that will allow gamers to immerse themselves into their gaming world. The name of the brand, Key said, is meant to refer to the immersive feeling gamers experience when they are in the zone. <laughs> Truly uh, enlightening nice. stuff here. <laughs> uh, and so what I did was over three separate articles plus the video, that I, the stream that I watched yesterday, I broke down everything you need to know about both monitors and all three headsets. Um, the most substantial, which we're going to go through, is the, the, the most premium headset. But before we get there, we're going to start with the monitors. The M3, oh, by the way, both monitors are 27-inch IPS LED screen monitors. Same size. The M3 features a 1080p resolution, a 240 hertz refresh rate, HDR 400, it is G-Sync compatible, and it has one millisecond greater grade, and is uh, going to run a 529 US dollar price tag. The M9, the higher quality, again, 27-inch IPS LED, has 4K resolution, uh, lower uh, refresh rate, 144, 144 hertz, HDR 600, G-Sync, not cinch, typo, one millisecond gray gray, and uh, retail is $899. Some more features on the M9 that differentiate it, aside from that, is that it has a switcher. Uh, therefore, you can plug in a single keyboard, mouse, and headset uh, to the key, uh, to the PS5 and use that uh, just by with the flick of the switch you can change it to your PC now you're, you're doing the same stuff on your PC oh, so I thought cool. that was pretty cool yeah uh, Dan you already have a, a premium pretty nice uh, monitor if if you did not have that would this be enough to kind of alert you to buy one uh yeah i mean <clears throat> i i have the exact same spec monitor as what they're describing with the m9 here uh 4k 144 hertz display with hdr 600 i suspect that they're using the same um display that mine has because lg makes the actual display part of it um and that happens a lot where different companies just use those same parts so yeah, I mean, and this is a great price point compared to what I paid to, you know, two years ago or a year ago. I can't even remember when I got this um, for mine. So eight ninety nine is actually a pretty good price point for four K one forty four hertz. So yeah, and they were aiming to be more competitive, yeah. uh, like with those prices. And, and I learned through our group chat that that is what prices are now for four K one hundred forty four hertz monitors. I thought they were still in the realm of like twelve hundred thirteen hundred. But it looks like they're coming down to sub 1,000. Um, Gage, probably not enough for you to, to transfer over to Sony brand monitor, eh? I don't have an issue with Sony brand. It's just, I mean, I'm, I'm wary of any new, like when yeah. any sort of company gets into a new space. I'm, I, this, the specs sound great. Like you said, the price point is there. Um, but is it, I mean, you already have brands like Asus that make fantastic monitors and they've been doing it for years, right? You have Razer, who want something a bit more premium. They've been doing um, LG, um, MSI. So 
they're yep. they're gonna have to prove themselves with quality and with um with the durability as well right so this is one of those things where it's like if this comes out and it gets really good buzz then like the second iteration is where i'll, I'll jump on but um mm-hmm. i'm always cautious when, when it comes yeah to especially um, for monitors too like that is like a hefty price tag for something that you want like are looking at like a lot if you're going to be gaming and if you're sure. going to be doing that unless you're like some kind of if you have a sponsorship or some kind of like partnership with sony uh, like if you're going to buy something you're better off i would say like going with trusted brands that you like like lg is what i have right it's not as premium as a 4k but it, it does i have a, what 140 uh 1440 40, 1440 uh, resolution and 144 hertz with with mine and like i'm very happy with mine so i'm not ready to drop 900 bucks on something that i don't know if it's going to be great in the long term you know so like dan mentioned like they they're using lg panels right so you know sure 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 sure. like i understand that but like when it comes yeah when it comes to monitors i mean there's a lot of things to worry about right there's like there's burn-in especially with led hdr like you uh screen burn-in and all that stuff like things that you don't that you won't know you look at the spec sheet and say it's all great but there's definitely some like real world sort of Mm -hmm. testing that has to happen but um uh, the switcher is fantastic. Like not a lot yes. of monitors have that. The switcher is huge, so that actually has me uh, excited. And I, I have more to say when we get into the headsets because the headsets Same. actually um, really got me going there. But sorry, Dan, I cut you off. What no, you say? no, you're good. I I, do, I was just gonna say the other important thing is is like a lot of people won't even have a computer that's capable to run games at modern games at four K, yeah. 144 hertz. So it, at, at the end of the day, let alone a PS5 that does that. Exactly, what games are doing that on PS5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's it's cool how they gave themselves that out, right? Because they they they're definitely like they said they're targeting the PC marketplace. But like you just said, Dan, some people may not have the specs for it. Then they always put, they they put that little badge at the bottom. Also, we're great with PS Five. So I think that's that's exactly why they did it, right? They're trying to cover both bases. Like, sure, you may have like a GTX ten sixty and you know an i five from four years ago, but it also works really well with PS Five if you have that. So mm-hmm. they're definitely I I think that's why they put that that branding and that little uh, quip in there is, is so that if they can kind of cover both. But yeah, I mean, there's no games right now that are running uh 124 K on, on either. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do like about these in products is that they, uh, so that Sony is really like making sure that there is really well, hopefully well integration with both PC and PS5 to have like seamless switching and kind of like in between the two. And this is where the headsets, I think, for me, really shines. And we'll get into it in the late, the the most premium headset. But uh, let's start with the bottom H3 headset. Uh, this is a wired headphone with uh, 360 degree spatial audio. It runs you 99 US dollars. So com- that's comparative to the the Pulse headset that Sony has for the the PlayStation brand. The H7, the middle product, is a wireless headphone. Features a five, oh, sorry, 40 hour battery life on a single charge, 360-degree spatial audio. It is PS5-enhanced, whatever that means. I don't think I got any more details there. Uh, and that runs you 229 US dollars. See, I was liking this. I was feeling this one until I got more details on the H9. The H9, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, this is wireless as well. Uh, shorter battery life, 32 hours, 360-degree spatial sound as well. Noise canceling, LED lighting, ambient sound mode, PS5 enhanced, a soft leather interior, no mute button. You have to put the mic up to mute. 
2.4 gigahertz USB uh, connection and Bluetooth connectivity simultaneously, meaning you can run your PC and PS5 at the same time uh, with just those, yeah, at the same time. Uh, and the InZone Hub companion app, where you can go in and, and personalize mixes there. And that runs you 299 US dollars. Before I ask everyone's opinion, I'm going to give you some, uh, some notes here on the InZone Hub app. Focuses on three types of settings, sound, device, and app sync. The sound settings allow you to adjust the noise canceling and ambient sound, or turn both off. Spatial sound can also be enabled in the app, though you will, you will need to scan a QR code and use your smartphone to take pictures of your left and right ear in order to set up the personalization features. Send that to Mark Cerny. It was true all along. Dynamic range also has a few options, high, low, or disabled. The microphone levels can be uh, also adjusted. An interesting feature to know is that when the mic is propped up and not positioned where your mouth is, you will be locked from customizing the mic's volume and other features. Very weird. Uh, like enabling auto gain. Also, it does feature uh, EQ options um, for like going in there and tinkering with, with various levels. Some more uh, features real quick, and I think this is for uh, all of them. Uh, the headphones come with a Discord certified boom mic, though in the IGN hardware overview, they did say it's reportedly extremely quiet, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, and then all the headphones are not circular, they're oval shaped. They'll, they'll fit better and they'll be a bit, bit more comfortable on the, on the ears as they rest. Gage, you had a lot to say about the headphones. Was it about the H9 specifically? was, man. I... So... Dan and I have, have gone back and forth on this many a time on the podcast. I am a big fan of two-tone color scheme. And I, I, I am one of the, apparently one of the, you know, five or six people that loves the base PS5 design. I absolutely love it. Um, and then um, separate from that, white and blue is my favorite color combination. So I look at these H9s with the blue LED ring on them, white and black two-tone. And like, oh, I am immediately drawn to it. And uh, separate from the monitors, Sony kills it in the headphone games. This is not the same situation with yes. the monitors where they're trying something new. Like, no, no, they've they've proven themselves in the headphone. They make some of the best headphones that you can get. So I saw this H9, and I, whew, I, I'm liking it quite a bit. And like you said, yeah. uh, they, are, they are sort of taking a dual approach where they're designing it for PS5 and for PC. And while I don't have a PS5 yet, I do sort of my, my daily driver, my gaming uh, equipment is a this H9 yeah. is really speaking to me, and again, I know Sony makes fantastic headsets. I know they do, so I can I can look at this and and look at the way it looks and kind of be like, I almost want to get this based off aesthetics alone. But I also know that like technology behind it, yeah. I am absolutely in love with this headset. I I think it it is if I my if brother. I were to design my dream headset, it's probably this is what it look like. This is beautiful. This is a beautiful wow. headset. <laughs> let me let me jump in here, Dan. Before I I, I tag you, all right? Sure. Sorry. Oh, you're good. sorry. Uh, for for a long time, I was looking at getting uh, Steel Series, right? Like Steel Series are making like some phenomenal headsets. Uh, Dan hates it because apparently, you know, you can hear stuff from around his house. Whatever. I'm not gonna be talking to everyone all the time. The headphones themselves sound great. The drawback to Steel Series is that um, in order to get like proper sound out of them. You need to be connected into a, an optical uh, in, which the oh. PS5 does not does not have, right? Because kind of an out outdated technology there. Like Sony just doesn't need that anymore. The the problem is that many manufacturers to get audio like of that quality are using it still. So you run into a problem. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So foregoing that, with the H9, I'm able to get like proper high-quality audio foregoing that whole optical, right? Because I can connect either Bluetooth or dongle. What's really exciting me is that, that, that dual connectivity. There's so many times when I'm playing games with people who, like, you know, when cross-platform playing is, like, such a big thing in, in modern gaming, people are on Discord now more than ever. And when I'm playing games on my PS5, I have to use my headset to listen to Discord and then plug in a separate audio with a splitter into my monitor so I can hear my PS5 at the same time. And that creates interference where I'm getting, like, a constant buzz and the quality dips tremendously. So it's, it's not... It's not the greatest. Having something like this would be phenomenal for gaming like that. Are you kidding me? I would love that so much. So I am, I am ready to take pictures of my ears and get a proper sound. Like that's so this weird. Is game, what baby? is that gonna do? Hey, I don't what? know what's gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna send it though. <laughs> I'm gonna send it with ear finder. Let's go. This is oh, just man. like he. He just has a fetish, and he's trying to hide it. Yeah, <laughs> an ear well, fetish. I'm, I'm an yeah. Well, I need to see you know ears. what? I listen <laughs> to a lot first. of ASMR. Oh my god, the H9 ASMR combo while playing games? Ooh. Just kisses in my ears? Are you kidding me? Dan, you excited for the H9? I mean, yeah, it seems very, <laughs> very solid, but I'm not buying any more headsets. I've bought so many that I've been just furious. Mm. But I'm uh, begging you to play with something other than your little Bluetooth please, Beats. Please. No, I do. I do. The day we were playing that, I was using my Beats because my my headset was dead or something. Or no, because we were on Discord. I had to use something Bluetooth because we were on Discord. However, I will say a lot of the more recent premium headsets and even the ones that aren't as premium have the dual connectivity now of Bluetooth and oh. the two point. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot better, a lot better. Like, for instance, my favorite headset and this, I swear to God, this is not me, you know, pandering to Xbox, but the $99. No, I swear. <laughs> I swear. The $99 Xbox wireless headset is honestly the best headset that I've had because the problem is with these guys that I have on right now, I'm using obviously the wire because that, that's how I use sure. it for the yes. podcast. But, uh, the wireless stuff is fantastic. The audio sounds fantastic, but the microphone is terrible on the Seal Series. Literally, I can hear everything, or or people that are in my party can hear everything. I've changed every setting possible, and when I did a bunch more reading on it, it sounds like you basically have to use their PC app in order to customize it to really like refine it to the point where the audio is like decent, like you know, decent, not great. And when I'm playing on Xbox, I can't do that because I don't have the sure. ability to use that software. So, and the other thing I will say, Christian, is this Steel Series it it only connects via USB. So it actually has two USBs. You can plug one into your console, one into your PC. There's no um, um, uh, optical anymore. So they have right. like more recently, those companies have done better with that. But obviously, the uh, the H9 looks like a really solid. Um, companion for the PS5 and someone who's on PC. Bro, I'm sorry, but I'm going to keep going with headsets. Yeah, go for it. Okay, Dan. Yo. First of all, <laughs> I believe you. I trust you. Yeah. However, I need the audience to know this man over here, this man, Tell him. Is, is praying for a comeback of the over the ear wireless, like single oh, ear. Wait. 
chat headphones where the audio still comes from your TV, but your mic is in the one ear. Yes. Can we trust this man? Because with, with headphone advice, bro. I don't. I don't think we can. This man wants to be that guy from Better Call Saul with the earpiece. This is what you want no, to be. No, I want. You ready to modern... go sell a house? No, I want a modern Ew. version of that because <laughs> the problem is. I've, I spent fuck, I spent a thousand plus dollars on my surround sound in my living room to make it fantastic sound in my living room. Why do I have to use a freaking over-the-ear headset? I want to just chat with my friends while getting the experience of my surround sound. Oh, that's I don't so understand weird. how that's Those different. Those are mutually exclusive because if you, if you want to enjoy the surround sound, you do it when you're not in a party. If you're in a party... You don't want to hear your surround sound. It doesn't no. sound beautiful. <laughs> no, through no, 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 our no. Headphones. No, you don't have to hear that. That's the that's the point I'm making. Back when the Xbox 360 released both of their over-the-ear headsets, uh, I used surround sound back then. You didn't get background noise because their noise canceling. Yes, the 360 in the box. I don't believe. I don't you, believe sir. it either. I don't. I believe promise it. you, I will pull it out right now. I have it in my bedroom, back packed away in my Xbox 360 box. I will pull that out and join an Xbox 360 party and prove you wrong because <laughs> a I 360 use, party. Yeah. I, I Who's on? Are they still serving? <laughs> 360. Yeah, they're still up. Okay. Yeah. I, I will do it. I promise anyway. you. Anyway, I got some good news and bad news for you, man. The good news is, uh, if you're interested in, uh, sur- uh, like, uh, shoot, what was it? Um, oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, noise canceling, proper noise canceling. I heard uh, from reading about the, from the IGN article, the noise canceling is fantastic on the H9s, comparable to uh, the high-end Sony headphones, uh, the AirPod uh, Pros and, and Max Pros, whatever. I think I forget which one the ones are called. Uh, just pro- very cool noise canceling. I probably wouldn't use it when I'm gaming, but I do watch a lot of TV and movies with like headphones on. If I'm able to do that with like you know watching a movie on my PS5 with those on, bang bang, bada bing, bada boom, would be fantastic. However, the, the bad news here for you, Dan, is that the the Discord certified boom mic on these head on these bad boys, uh, very similar to the Steel Series, where they're qu- it's quiet. You have to speak a little bit louder, have it closer to your mouth, and it picks up kind of ambient noise from around you. So, unless you. Who knows? Maybe if you fix it in the the app. Well, I, I wonder if the, I wonder if that's why it's so quiet is that they're trying to cut back on the ambient noise. But it picks up less of it. If the mic if the mic in general is quiet, like maybe that's what they're trying to do. It's strange to have a, a, a headset that's this premium and for somebody to say like, "Well, it's quiet." Like, it's just, I wonder if they did that intentionally. Reason. Yeah, it, that's actually very similar to the Seal series because I can turn if I turn my microphone volume like way down on the Seal series control uh, unit, it actually it doesn't pick up out extra noise. But then I sound super quiet for people. So right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you have it. Those uh, are supposed to be. You can pre-order those now. I don't know if they're sold out yet. I haven't even looked. But there's gonna be dropping later this summer. I think next month, sometime in sometime in July. I didn't look up the date. I'm sorry. But if you're interested, you can look it up yourself because I have the right to tell you to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because we have to move on to our next story, which is the Nintendo Direct mini recap. This just happened yesterday at 6 a.m. Pacific, so I slept through it naturally. Uh, and I'm going to run you through everything that was at the Nintendo Direct mini, plus a little bit of news that happened right after. Near Automata, the end of Yorha edition is coming to Switch October 6th. Rise up, perverts. Near Automata rocks. You need to play it immediately. 
Agreed. I'm surprised that the Switch can handle this. But I'm, 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 I mean, we'll see. It yeah, is, it is okay, locked at 30, 30 frames per second. So, so, okay, gotcha. with the piece with the uh, with the monitor stuff. I'm just gonna tune out for this next segment. You guys, <laughs> that's, okay. that's okay. Mega Man Battle Network collection launches on Switch next year, and apparently people are freaking out about this. I don't know. Mega Man Battle. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. RPG. Mega Man RPG. I think it it is, and it's like a turn based uh, battle instead of like the regular platforming okay. shooting stuff. Um, I didn't get the chance to play this, but I'm pretty sure they're Game Boy Advance games, and people love them, so I'm excited to give them a chance. Yeah. I hope we get more GBA ports. I'm still holding out hope we get Sonic Advance on the Switch someday, Oh, but still holding out hope. <laughs> but yeah, this is awesome. This is, a, this is a cool port, for sure. There you have it. You can play all 10 of those next year. Yeah. You can also play Pac-Man World Repack when that launches uh, August 26th. For those of you, you Pac-Man fans, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at and this. if you're, it doesn't even look like Pac-Man. Yeah, I don't know. And if you're one of those freaks who's into Monkey Island, you can return to Monkey Island first uh, on Switch because it's launching on Switch first. The console launch. Get on Switch first. You don't. Know, you know what else you can get on Switch? You can get Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That's coming out uh, October 20th. This was leaked right before <laughs> the direct. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the biggest things that was at the direct, and yeah, but it's confirmed uh, October 20th. Big fall game, Mario Plus Hybrids. Looks really good. I think uh, that's on my fantasy draft, I believe. Yes. I think you're going to get some points for it. Yeah. Am I going to play you. it? I don't know. But yeah. We'll I was, I tweeted earlier that I think the gameplay for these games always looks fun, but I just hate the rabbits so much that I just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to even try it. The rabbits suck, but I did play one of those games <laughs> on Wii. Oh. What did Gage What is Sidegeist? <laughs> The minions the, before the minions. The ra- I was gonna say the rabbits walk, yeah. the minions can run. <laughs> yeah. Also, I kind of want to watch the minions movie, but I digress. Dragon Quest Treasures comes December 9th. Yes. Yes. Uh, Portal, <laughs> Portal, Portal Companion Collection available uh, same day, so you can play that right now on Switch. If you haven't played Portal already, you can do so. That's Heck yeah. Portal Two, one of the greatest games ever made. Square Enix reveals a new game, Harvestella. Just dropping random games left and right. It is a life simulation <laughs> slash RPG coming hybrid coming uh, November fourth, and Roshan is very excited for this one. How did you know? You tweeted about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's it it speaks my language. Anime, life sim, RPG. Yep, I'm down. Up Rose Alley. Maybe Super Bam- Bomberman R two is up Rose Alley, and that's been announced coming next year. I have not played any of the Bomberman games, but I remember playing this like mini clip game that was a rip off of Bomberman, and I loved it. Yeah. So maybe I should actually try the the actual franchise. But yeah. Shortly after, very very shortly after, Atlas tweets out. And by the way, I don't know why this wasn't in the direct, but whatever. Atlas was it uh, the Persona stuff? Yes. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yes. Okay, then perfect. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. (laughs) No problem. During uh, during the uh, mini, Atlas confirms Persona Three, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royal are coming to Switch October twenty first. Heck yes, Scorpio season in full effect for Persona fans. Super excited to play P Five Royal for the first time. I've only played Five, so I'm excited to play Royal. I saw that when they when when it was coming to Game Pass. Say it again for the Switch. (laughs) I don't know which one I'm going to choose, but I've started Royal three times. 
I need to like sit down and like carve out two months so I can play this hundred hour <laughs> game. There you have it. Uh, was not the direct I was hoping for. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. A little a little underwhelming. But I want to save all conversation about this until uh, until yes. the show. That's okay. Is that okay with everyone? Yep. Indeed. Okay. We're gonna around the corner. We're gonna do a quick fantasy critic draft check, and everyone make sure to drink a little bit of water while you're at, while we're at it. Uh, let's right check now. in to our fantasy draft. AI, the Somnian Files, Nirvana Initiative. This was picked by Ro. Uh, it got some reviews this week. Was it last week or this week? Uh, I think it came out uh, last week. Did we say this already then? We, we Am I crazy? I don't, but it wasn't final yet, I think. Yeah, I don't think let's, the points came in yet. Let's confirm while we're here. 87 on Open Critic, uh, netting row 17 points. Row is sitting at a total pointage of 44. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Another... Another pick. This is by Dan. I, I, f- I fucking hate having to, to read out Dan's, <laughs> Dan's little fantasy picks. What do you mean? Uh, Monster, Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. It's not. Even, it's a DLC. Is there? Exactly. Is it a full game? It is. Uh, no, right. It's an expansion, right? Expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played the demo. It's pretty fun. I don't like the Nintendo the placement of X B A Y on the controls of these. And the ZL, I don't know. The, the Pro Controller, the Switch format is confusing to me. So it was very confusing to play Monster Hunter. It's a very confusing game. Very fun game, but confusing. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Let's see what Dan is sitting at. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? I don't think it's been added yet, but it, once it is, 19 points. Coming up. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it's at, at 89. 89? Oh, God damn. <laughs> Netting Dan's total... Uh, Pointage of one twenty five. Are you at? Yeah. Well, you're one one hundred six right now. Yeah, you would be at one. Yeah, one twenty five. I, I mean, we've handed you the crown months ago. <laughs> I saw. <still have, laughs> I have way more games released than you guys, though. There's still plenty of time for you guys to come back. Like I said, Ro and I are fighting for for second. <laughs> while Gage sits quietly at minus ten <laughs> points. <laughs> Uh, interesting oh, enough, Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course that launches tomorrow. There was no reviews out today. No, no, nothing. Weird. That's weird. Uh, That's weird. What so happens if it tomorrow? doesn't get reviewed? Ah, uh, dude, don't even say <laughs> that. Why? Why would they review all these little fucking expansions left and right this whole goddamn year? And then Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course, one of like most anticipated DLCs this year. You know what I mean? Like it's up there. It's in the top ten for sure. And crickets i'm sure it's just so I'm embargoed s- let's pray because right now i'm sitting at 60 i could use some more points there we have it how's your fantasy draft i'm checking uh let's see what's coming up upcoming real quick forza horizon 5 hot oils <laughs> god <laughs> this is gonna get reviewed by cuphead dlc doesn't okay that's july 19th uh, also, July 19th, that is Stray, as picked by Men and Gitch. G- oh, Gage, you're going to get some points for that for sure. And then I picked uh, Live Alive or Live a Live, yes. July 22nd. Last July game, the 29th, by Row, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. For all you Xenoblade fans, freaks, they're out there. <laughs> okay. I get to relax now because it's what you got for me, Dan. Start us off. What do I have for you? Well, I've forgotten. <laughs> I played with Christian, 
and I actually won mini golf for once. Right? Oh, oh yeah. No, hold on. Tell them about the the star level, the 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 space level though. Oh yes, the space level really yeah. got me pissed off. <laughs> I hate those freaking. You have to hit them from points to points. Like there's these little pads. You gotta keep jumping the ball to different pads. Is driving me insane. I've never played a better game of mini golf than I have that space level. There's a moment at the end where you have to hit it through these rings in order to get like to lower your 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 hit. I don't know what do you want to call it. Your stroke. Stroke limit, yeah. Yeah, because if you don't hit any of them, it's an automatic like plus four. And uh, oh. and it didn't hit those rings. For me, <laughs> I'm like, I just I just sent it. What did I do? The first thing I hit both those rings, baby. Yeah. You, yours hit it twice, and mine freaking spun around the whole circle about 17 times and didn't hit a single <laughs> ring. I'm like, are you serious right now? But, but yeah. Dan, did, Dan did beat uh, me at the Babylon level. Well deserved. Good game. You, that was a good Dan. game. Thank you. And also, I beat Glenn in NHL 22, which, let me just say, NHL 22 is a far better game than 21 because I was getting very pissed off in 21, and, get, and Glenn didn't believe me when I was screaming in the mic saying, there is no way I am losing this many face-offs. I know how to do it. And Glenn's like, well, you're just not doing it right, Dan. I am doing it right. I did the tutorial for an hour because I got frustrated with it. And then what happens? NHL 22, we almost evenly split our face-off wins. So, hmm. Way better. So it sounds like you just hmm. weren't doing it right for NHL 21. Yeah. What do you mean? It was the same thing. So when, when Dan isn't winning, the, the game, game is yeah. bad. Hmm? <laughs> but when he's winning, the game is good. That's not interesting true at all. Interesting. Folks. That's not interesting. True. It's unrelated to me winning. It's the fact that our faceoffs were even. Was never mind. Forget. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I played one more <laughs> game that uh, is a uh, top secret, and I can't talk about it. So yeah, there you go. It rhymes it's with good. tortilla. It does not rhyme with tortilla. <laughs> saying that it, pretty close actually it rhymes with hyenas hey, well, okay. oh. <laughs> there we go for <laughs> <laughs> shan warner my goodness yes uh yes i i played a little bit of sonic mania uh the hit sonic game by sonic Vice. <laughs> I don't even remember wow. who, who developed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, great game. Awesome nostalgia trip. Uh, having a good time playing it. I haven't beat it yet, so this is my first time actually trying to beat it. So I've gotten a little bit further in it. And yeah, it's a great, great Sonic game. Uh, not much to say on it besides I'm enjoying it. Uh, but there was a summer Steam sale that's still going on right now. I think it goes on until the end of July, I think. Or the middle of yes. July or something. But um, yeah, my dad got me like a Steam gift card for my birthday uh, last month. So I had some funds left over and I decided to pick up a couple of games. Uh, and I picked up Trails of the Sky, uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of the Sky, Guramin, and Muse Dash. So hopefully I will be talking about that soon. I'm excited to play Gurman because I, I literally know nothing about it. I just, it's the first time, you know, when you go into EB games when you were a kid and you saw like the box art and you're like, you know what? I want to buy that mom. And you pick it up and your mom gets it for you and you play it and it's terrible, but you picked yeah, it. So you're like, yeah, <laughs> but you picked it. So you're proud. Like I, I made this decision. It's bad because of me. 
And I'm excited to try German because I just picked it based off of the art style alone. I didn't look at reviews. I'm just like, you know what? It's $3. Everything that they're saying in the description sounds like I would enjoy it. So let's give it a shot. So I'm excited to try that one out. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's let it. Me, let us know. I will say, Ro, I also bought some games on the Steam Summer Sale. Ooh. Two of them. One of which is Boneworks, the VR game. Esteemed. Yes. Ooh, cannot wait to play that. And then I also yeah. picked up Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Planet Games, baby. Nice. Uh oh, right. it's my turn for what you got for me. Oh, sorry, Ro. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying I've heard great things about that Revengeance game. I still have mm. to play it. Let's do it together. Rashane, you actually played Boneworks when you're at my place. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah? I did. Ooh. I was bad at it. <laughs> you were doing your best. That's all that matters. <laughs> I was doing my best, which is even sadder. <laughs> Roshan, it really pains me to exclude you from this, but we should all play... Again, Ro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. We should That's all okay. play some VR FPS game soon. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Dan can yell at us some more. Uh... <laughs> I beat the post game of Kirby. The levels themselves, oh. fantastic. They were probably some of the best levels. Akin to like, you know, when you beat Mario 3D World, that the yes, the port from the mm-hmm. Wii U game. When you get to like the secret levels, like those, then they get really hard. Like comparable with that with Kirby. It was so much fun, so good. The bosses themselves, I didn't think were as insane or as like stunning as the proper final boss of the game. Uh, but there is uh, an optional extra boss in the Z Cup, I've learned. I don't know if I'll go back and do that, but game itself, great game. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think it's in my top five of, of games of, of this year. So, Kirby. Everyone was right. Good game. I also played uh, The Cycle Frontier uh, mm-hmm. for the first time this week. This week? Last week? Last week. Uh, and it was fun. I've still only played 45 minutes. I've yet to go back in. But I really, I'm really, I really want to go jump back in because it, it was a lot of fun. Chill game. Tarkov-like, but like chill and sci-fi. And fun. And last, uh, I finally have made it to a point of Resident Evil 4 that I never got to as a kid. So it's all new territory from here on out. And the castle is insane. Are you four people who have played the game? No, it, it, it's insane. There's invisible crickets. I don't know what's going on, but I'm scared. Uh, it rocks. So much fun. Oh, Ro, you're pl- Ro, I'm sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. That just sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> oh, Gage. I have been playing. I gotta, I gotta say, okay? Dragon's Dogma 2 gets announced. Everybody starts losing their minds. It ain't like, it, right? The first oh, one? I, oh, hold up, hold up. So okay, I'm like, okay. all right, what's what's this hype about? Let me go. Everybody's saying this is a cult classic. <laughs> Let me go buy this game and try it. Now, you said you jumped into this in in our private chat, and you said that you weren't thrilled. It didn't hold up. Did you play it on console? Yes. Okay. It is not enhanced, so you were probably playing it at 30 frames. You were playing probably the, the Xbox 360 version. I played this on Steam. This is one of the greatest RPGs I've ever played in my life. <laughs> this is one of the greatest RPGs I've ever played in my life. Um, I don't... In my mind, it's up there with Skyrim. That's all I'm going to say. That's all Dang. I'm going to say. And the That's... reason that Christian didn't like it was because of the frame rate? No, performance is not my issue with the game at all. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if that was, but I was just saying, like, when I was because I, I was debating, I was like, do I buy it on Steam or do I buy it on the console? And I looked into it, and I just noticed that. So I didn't know if that 
I think you said like it really shows its age. I didn't know if it was as a frame rate, but that is something to keep in mind. But anyways, I played it on Steam. I played about uh, 15 hours vanilla, and then I um, I downloaded some quality of life mods, and some compilation that people put together. Um, nice. And uh, I this game is fucking incredible. I I, I don't know, man. I got to do a hard disagree. That the the amount of different move sets you can unlock and the animations, and I'm like, this game came out in 2012, like. How is this? I don't know. I, I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. Oh, for sure. I don't know how it ran in that era. You know yeah, what I mean? It's it's incredible. I mean, the, the, the amount of subsystems, climbing monsters, and all, all the spell casting, and there's like 20 different buffs you can do to your weapons and enchanting, and not to mention um, all the different clothing and armor. Like, well before Fallout 4, there was like, you have your clothing, and then you have your armor layer over top of it, and they do that for your legs, for your chest for your arms for your head like it's just i don't know i was like like i've said before in this podcast many times my kryptonite is character customization and dragon's dogma is the bell yeah, of the ball you do it huh. you do it twice in the first hour oh my god it's beautiful <laughs> i i i i am here's the, here's the thing the systems it. the systems are com complex and like it, it's cool if you're into that but like it was too much at the same time like they're dropping a lot on you in that I first hour. I could see hour. that. I was definitely intimidated, and you know what? In another life, I, I I was thinking about it, and I was like, I probably could have called it quits. I probably could have been overwhelmed and never and never like yeah. continued. So I don't blame you for that. But for some reason, I pushed on through, and it was like I was thinking about it at work. Like I fell hard in this wow. game. So I I absolutely love this game. The story's um, rad. I skipped through all the story. <laughs> it's, oh, it's wow. Very, it's, it's very Japanese. It's very Resident Evil. I'm playing this. It's solely for the gameplay. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about the story, but man, I absolutely love the game. This is this is Dark Arisen, right? Is that what yes. it's called? Well, okay. that is the... So the Dark Arisen the is kind edition, of like... Um, it was like the Xbox One uh, PS4 port, and it, it added DLCs to it. So it's like a 1.5 kind of package. Um, gotcha. But yes, Dark Arisen, like if you're buying it on Steam or Shan, which I highly recommend, try like at least try it out. Wait yeah, it's six, six again, dollars right now. Oh, is it still six dollars? Yeah. It's too much. Oh, fucking steal. No, that is a steal, <laughs> my guy. That is a steal. Um, definitely get it on Steam, though. Even your computer is going to be able to run it at like 60 plus, no problem. Nice. Um, but what? you won't get those enhancements. On. But yeah, I was blown away with this game. And then I've also been playing Battlefield 2042. I'm kind of, Christian and I were talking about that before the show started. I'm kind of falling into that. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, Dan, but like Halo is my favorite video game franchise of all time. Halo 2 is my favorite game of all time. But my favorite multiplayer franchise, specifically for multiplayer, is Battlefield. And I remember why getting into mm. Battlefield 2042 is because how you are in Halo, Dan, like you're cracked every match, that's how I am in Battlefield. Battlefield is, for whatever reason, that gameplay clicks with me and I'm getting sucked back into it. I love Battlefield. Uh, I still Let's don't play, like Battlefield yeah. 20. Like, I feel like Battlefield 2042 still is a huge step. Especially like when I'm going through and I'm locking guns and I'm looking at the total available content in this game, I'm like, man, compared to like what Battlefield 4 had at launch, like this game is really lacking. They definitely had a lot of missteps, but the core gameplay is really fun, and um, I had a lot of fun with that. So those are the two games I'm playing. Highly recommend Dragon's Dogma to anyone who has uh, Steam because it's six dollars. What what happened? Like Dragon's Dog, nah. What happened? Oh. What happened to Deep Down, which was supposed to be like a spiritual Canceled. successor? Like, what just kidding. It's still coming. Supposedly, Capcom said that. I think about this like once a year. Dan, <laughs> it's still coming. They say that's crazy. I don't believe it. That was that was at the reveal for the PS4, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yes. So. Jeez. 
my god february of 2013 yeah no Something way like no way anyway glad you're enjoying it gage how about you enjoy this ratio or enjoy our topic <laughs> of the show uh our summer games showcase summer showcase sorry all those all the showcases predictions results um i have a, a technical question to ask you before 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 we get into the nitty-gritty um of course everyone the way we did our predictions is that we broke it down uh into categories with mm. each separate showcase when you use showcase as an encompassing word you know your state of plays your directs your summer game fests your xboxes into separate categories and we did predictions uh for each separate one we could be you know sticklers about it and say you only get points if it's it was at that showcase or if you want to get some actual points on the board because i was kind of like glazing through these before um we could just say screw it and count all our predictions um whether or not they actually happened at any of the showcases because it is like essentially e3 right um and count it no matter where it was yes Mm, okay what sounds better to everyone you want some points yes sure Let's go for some, some points. And if you get it even better, then bragging rights for you. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, <laughs> saying all this, <laughs> I'm still going to break it down um, okay. piece by piece via <laughs> yeah. um, like these separate showcases. But if it happens somewhere else, you'll get the points no matter. So, uh, Dan, Yo. date of play. You said Team Asobi VR uh what happened it is launching for psvr2 um no we got psvr2 stuff but um nothing team Shinobi. sadly very sadly zero points final fantasy 7 remake to trailer slater for 2023 uh rebirth is is true half a point there slater for 2023 do we give you the points because it's saying next winter and we still don't know if that's actually 2023 or 2024 I defer to the panel here, <laughs> since it's my prediction. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. That's a that's a, it's a hard one because you you brought it up last show or the show before, where you brought up a great reference for me, like the anime season, how they do it in Japan, and it is a mm-hmm. Japanese company, so it is really hard to tell. I would give them half a point for right. So okay, so you'd be sitting at point uh, point seven five instead of uh, yeah. instead of a whole point. Yeah, that it, sound good. Sure. Does that sound good, Dan? Sure, <laughs> okay? Why not? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> doesn't say it doesn't say doesn't say 2023, but it does say next winter. Yeah. So I think I think I think it's good enough. Uh, yeah. Dan, your last your last prediction: Sony acquires from software. That did not happen. Zero points. You're at a total right now of 0. 0.75. <laughs> Roshan. Uh oh. We're getting a sequel to Hell Divers at the state of play. No, that did not happen. No. Zero points. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles slash Oxen Free Two. You couldn't. You, you said two games. Said Both two get games. release dates. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, uh, did get a release date, but not Oxen Free Two. So yeah. that is that is a point five to you. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was trying to get more points by doing two, and I just f myself over by doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so yeah. Point five. Point five. Last prediction, The Last of Us Remastered, Remake, we, I wrote Random Remastered, I, you meant Remake, is teased. It was. Oh, so it much was, more it, than teased. It, yeah, and it wasn't just, <laughs> it, it was not to say to play, but like we said, we're going to give you the points. You're at a 1.5. Yeah. 
Yay. Thank you. Gage. Glad we're Ragnarok teaser. Not even a not even a whiff. PSVR two price and release date. Not even a whiff. Modern Warfare two teaser. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. At, a, at a at a different oh. at a different show. And it was more than a teaser; it was actually a trailer. But I'm giving you the full one pointer anyway. And it looked yeah. really good. Oh, you Fantastic. kidding me? My prediction. God of War is not at the state of play. Gets its own state of play <laughs> in July. Oh, listen. That could. Still, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm you're gonna, half right so far. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, that could still. I'm. I'm that telling you. Happen. But it wasn't announced at any of these things. Nor, and I doubt it'll be announced tomorrow. So I'm gonna go off off of right now. That was not announced, but it, it wasn't at the state of play. So I'm giving myself 0.5. Is that fair? That's fair. Oh, Gage says no. Yes. <laughs> Oh, he said yes. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. It's a trailer and a release window for February 2023. It did get a trailer. It did not get that release window. It is coming 2023, but not in February. So half a point there. I'm at a total of one. Stray release date. Also coming to PS Plus Premium. The doubters doubted me. Whoa. I believed. Full point. Full, full point. Dan, you're at 0.75. Gage, you're at one. Bro, you're at 1.5. I am at two. Yes. <laughs> so nice. I don't, this is so fun for me. I don't know why. Summer Game Fest. <laughs> Dan went the easy route. As we all know, he always does this. The what? The, <laughs> and said, route. Easy route. I don't agree. Trailer for Callisto Protocol uh, reveal trailer and releases Halloween. To be fair, that was before they announced that Callisto was showing up. Yeah, but we all we all knew it was coming. We all knew it, right? I don't know. Still, that name, but I... we did get a reveal trailer. It is not coming Halloween. It's coming uh, Christmas time. So you are getting 0.5 for that bad boy. So. Multiverses gets an open beta. Yeah, it did. Oh, wait, it no. Did? I did had not? no idea. <laughs> How did I play then? Oh, oh <laughs> multiverses. I'm thinking Nickelodeon. All. Yeah. Multiverses is not going to open beta? I'm pretty sure it did. They announced that the open beta will happen in July 2022. So they did announce that. But it didn't yeah. happen yet. But it did get an open beta. Like it was announced. During it was announced, yes. E3 time. June 20th, yeah. Uh, listen, I'm going to give you the full point if everyone abides. I do. Lastly, Bloodborne PS5 port slash remaster with PC version coming this year. A month apart? Question mark? God, I wish. But no, that is not true. 1.5. I need to do your total. I'll do it in a second. No, you know what? You're welcome. (laughs) Bro, Bioshock 4 reveal 2022 release november maybe no did not happen no. sorry badly atlas uh project re-fantasy is shown off it was not no god dang it you had two predictions here uh-oh so you did Where four you said uh-oh. wonder woman gameplay no <laughs> oh can you guess what your last one was 
I actually don't remember. <laughs> was it Scalebound or something like that? You said something Hollow crazy? Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh right! Oh. It was not here. Forgot. It was at Xbox. But Thanks. we said by the rules, we're gonna give you this. We're gonna give you Thank this. You. As Thank one you. One point. Bringing your new total to two point five. Smidge ahead of Dan. Crystal. Go to Gage next. He also said Callisto Protocol reveal trailer plus gameplay, and we got both of those. One point. Hmm. The easy route again. That was not the easy route. Hey, that was all our first predictions, and I said, you know what, you guys can have it. I'm gonna do a different different one, and it's gonna bite me in the ass. I'm sure. Sons of the Forest gameplay plus release date. That did not happen. Uh, the Expanse gameplay trailer plus release date. Release date sadly did not happen either. Your new total gauge is at two. Ahead of last, just ahead, just ahead. I said that Hellblade 2 gets a trailer and it's releasing November. No word on Hellblade whatsoever, meaning it's probably not coming out in the next 12 months, which is very sad for me. All mm-hmm. next year. Guaranteed. And they doubted me They doubted me again. Resident Evil Village DLC plus Ooh. a Resident Evil 4 remake teaser. Got both of those both. as one point. And then I said Elden Ring would get its DLC teaser slash trailer. It did not. My new total is three. The close race. It is. It is very exciting. Uh, two more sections. Xbox plus Bethesda. Daniel starting it off. Fable Collection and Gears Collection announced <laughs> and releasing this fall. Nah, nah. He also said a new Wolfenstein game, sequel to New, new Colossus, would come out or would be announced. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, no, no. He also said uh, certain affinities. Halo project closes the no. show, and it's a battle royale. I got them all no. wrong. Yeah, so your total fill is 2.25. Oh, God. Mine must be even somehow worse. But then that's... Might be better, actually. I mean... I remember one all... of mine... No, Christian will say it, but... Yeah, I remember one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Contraband gets a gameplay trailer. It did not. Yakuza Like a Dragon sequel revealed? No. And 1 vs. 100 returns. Oh, not return. Did not return. I'm at Phil. It's time for Gage to get some points. State of Decay 3 gameplay. No release date. I believe no. we had a bet on that, Gage. I, I don't recall. Yeah. I don't recall. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is where Gage said Forza Horizon 5 DLC gets its trailer, and it's releasing this holiday. The DLC was announced. I don't know when it's releasing. I think it's this summer, isn't it? It's just yeah, next, next month. month. Yeah. This month. So it's 0.5 for Gage. Uh, and then... Lastly, one that we all want, but Sally did not get, Game Pass Family Plan details, plus launching this holiday. Oh. 2.5 total for Gage. Did I skip, bro? No, you oh, got zero, me. Zero points as well, yeah. Zero points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I said that Indiana Jones would get an actual cinematic trailer. Did not. And then I said the Coalition reveals its next game. It is not Gear 6. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they doubted me they doubted me dan hideo kojima is here he closes the show wild wow uh yeah. it is overdose and it is third party Ooh. hideo kojima was there he did close the show he did not this close is the, the show did he not no, oh am i wrong yeah. oh i'm stupid yeah right yeah. so hideo kojima was here <laughs> did not close the show okay so i'm getting 0.25 uh was is the announcement overdose 
Reports no, say it is, but I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count it. Yeah, they didn't say it. One they didn't say it. They did not explicitly so say it. That means you get point three 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 three. Sorry. Oh my god. One third. You want to host the show? You want to host the show? My new total is three point three. <laughs> Repeating. Yeah, I want you to repeat this ratio. Uh, one second. Okay. Lastly, Nintendo. We thought they'd come with a an actual direct. They had a mini. So good luck, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Prime <laughs> Trilogy announced release date this fall. No. Wind Waker HD port coming to Switch. God, I wish. No. New 3D God, Donkey Kong game coming in 2023. Nintendo. What are you doing? Bro, Bayonetta at a three release date. Surely, Surely. would happen this summer, <laughs> right? Think? No, it's think? it's the only game of Nintendo's catalog that does not have a date. The yeah. only one. No, zero points. Another Metroid Prime Four teaser. No, not even close. Mario Odyssey Two. No, zero points. Uh. Gage, he said Zelda Metroid Party Chat Switch Two. No. <laughs> I said Hollow Knight Silk Song 2022. Oh, we do I guess you get the points too, right? I get 0.5 because it is not confirmed that it's coming this year. I still have hope somehow that it is. But Hollow Knight Silk Song was shown off. It was actually at an Xbox's conference. So I get 0.5 points. Breath of the Wild 2 trailer with title reveal and launch windows spring 2023. Surely, right? No. Zero points. New 3D Mario game holiday 2022. Hey, if, if you think about it, Mario plus Rabbids is technically a 3D Mario. <laughs> I'm kidding. Zero points. True. Let me do the math here. Uh. Oh, he's going to hate this. In dead last, finally, <laughs> Daniel with 2.25 points. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Tied for second, Row and Gage with 2.5. Congratulations. Eat shit, Dan. Eat shit, Dan. What? What? I just want to point out one of your predictions, Gage, came from my Xbox. Dude, I can't. From all the way up here at second place, I can't hear what you're saying. I can't hear what you're saying. How does it feel that Dan didn't even get third? Didn't even get third. You know what? Add up my points from my videos I made, Christian. I bet you I get it. Blow yours out of the water. Yeah, let's let's let me go fact check something from that's not even part of this podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm in first, so I get with three a whopping three point eight. Suck it, losers. Never done. You know well fought, well fought. Yeah. GG's, I have some. GG's. I have some. GG's indeed. That was very fun. I love prediction episodes and then checking the results. It's always fun. Uh, we still have our 2022 video game predictions. That's I'm keeping a track on. We won't know. If that comes true until the end of the year. Before we close out the show, I have one quick question. Uh, where is it at? Here we go. Two of them, actually. Where was the big summer Nintendo Direct? There's no Bayonetta date, right? No news on Metroid Prime Remaster, but that Jeff Grubb keeps talking about. That's supposed to coming this fall. Where was that? Uh, and they're supposedly hanging on to Metroid Prime 2 and 3 remakes to sell separately later on. Where was Nintendo this summer? And if they are still going to be this summer, when? I don't yeah, know. I September. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I could see them doing a, a September thing, but it. I don't think that we can follow past history with Nintendo anymore. I feel like they're just doing whatever they want randomly now. Um, and they, they're they doing a lot of these mini directs, yes, and 
these like theme directs too. Like they did a Xenoblade Chronicles one recently. Though I can't see them doing this, but how cool would it be if they did like they announce a Metroid Prime direct? Oh. And they're like and they wow. for like ten minutes go over the trilogy and then the last five minutes are like and see, talk to you in a couple months for Metroid Prime uh four. And they do a little teaser at the end and then they close out the show. Like I I can see them doing it, but at the same time, probably not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that would be so cool, and I would I would love that. And I could see them doing something like that in the summer for one of their games, like maybe they do a Breath of the Wild something. But it is weird that they haven't done their big Nintendo Direct yet. So, but as I said, patterns aren't to be <laughs> looked back on on Nintendo right about now. They're doing just random shit. So, who, who's to say they, it could come tomorrow? <laughs> they could announce one tomorrow, and it wouldn't be weird. Hmm. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. And it will also tell for uh, what we had for God of War. Because, according to Cory Barlog, uh, he tweets, Dear all, if it were up to me, I would share all the information when I know about it, but it's not up to me. This is in regards to God of War, Ragnarok. So please be patient. I promise things will be shared at the earliest possible moment they can be. We make games for you. We get to make games because of you. Aww. Jason Schreier, later that day, which is today, tweeted, uh, on the God of War Ragnarok rumors that supposedly we're going to get a direct tomorrow, the 30th, um, that was the plan. It was supposed to happen. But for whatever reason, it is no longer happening. Who knows what the reason was? But that that direct state of play has been delayed. And according to Schreier, the game is still... Uh, where was it? Maybe it was Schreier or someone else. Supposedly, it, it the game is, is Schreier. Uh, still supposed to be coming 2022, this fall. Supposedly. I... Very interesting. I mean, there's a couple of things here that are interesting. Is that Corey Barlog? It's a very like tweet's very interesting because you have to you have to think for 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 heads of studios that are under a company like uh, first party studios, you have to sort of uh, conduct yourself a certain way. This this almost seems a bit like maybe this, he's kind of somebody's pulling rank on him and something's happening above his head. Um, and I, I and actually that kind of that doesn't disqualify this other rumor that I've heard that I've seen going around is that this was, I mean, it's not entirely likely, but somebody was saying that this was Sony trying to suss out who this snitch guy is. By, oh yeah. By planting um, some sort of information. Cause it's weird. Cause the snitch and um, Jason Schreier both were like, yeah, this is happening tomorrow. And then suddenly at the last minute, it's not. And we get this tweet from Corey Barlog, which again, very diplomatic tweet, but like you can kind of see the undertones where it's like, he's like, hey, if it was up to me, I'd tell you, but it's not. Very strange thing to say in terms mm. of video game, the way that, uh, you know, heads usually conduct themselves. It almost seems like he's trying to elude that it's somebody's kind of coming in over his head. So very weird. I don't know what's going on with this game. Like, what is going on with this game? I don't understand. And if that's the case, I don't understand what. Why does it matter if we know that the the, the official reveal of the game's coming? You know, a certain right? Day? Like it's just the whole thing's weird. It's yeah. very strange. I don't think more to add. I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm twiddling my thumbs. It, it, when it happens, it happens. You know, and I'm right. I'll be excited for it. But I I mean I just want to know. I just want to know because all this back and forth, I can't take it anymore. It's too much. <laughs> too much. Tom Henderson or the snitch. All this whiplash, you know, in the morning, I'll read that. Oh, it's delayed in the afternoon after the gym. <laughs> nope. It's still coming November. Well, what is yeah. it? What is it? <laughs> right. Huh, Corey? Anyway, we'll know. wait patiently. But until then, 
You can keep listening to Podcast PXN. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter as well. As podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Dan sucks. Thank you, Roshan. Uh, thank you, me. Thank you, Gage. What the? That was Daniel. This has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love and keep on gaming? Where's the love? Yeah, but, but where is the love? I knew you were going to say. This man says. I forgot about I'm gonna keep it. No, I didn't forget about that. How does one forget about that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell <laughs> that, that was a that was hilarious, but that was out of left field. I've never thought of putting the words Tarkov and Teletubby together in my life.